Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today, it is the 14th of June, 2022. Today's show is brought to you all by Blue Nile. For the best jewelry out there, Blue Nile, BlueNile.com has you covered. Uh, it has been a rough 24, uh, you know, to 48 hours now for the Washington Nationals. They lost a game to the Braves. Um, where they mismanaged Josiah Gray pitching. But the worst part of everything that's happening is that Steven Strasburg is once again on his way to the IL. Results pending for an MRI. We'll get more information on that later tonight. Uh, but that's where we got to start. And Strasburg back to the IL. A lot more questions than answers. And uh, that's where we'll start on today's show. Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. <clears throat> find the show wherever you get your podcast, and you guys can find us here on YouTube as well. Um, the big news that we're going to talk about today uh, is that Steven Strasburg is going back on the injured list. Uh, Dave Martinez said Monday that Strasburg experienced discomfort Sunday after he threw a bullpen session on Saturday. He, uh, he's set to have an MRI. He was scheduled to start Tuesday nights, so that's tonight, against the Atlanta Braves after making his season debut last week. He said he, uh, Martinez says, quote, he threw his bullpen on Saturday. The next day he didn't feel so good. We're hoping that it's just something that would go away. It didn't today. We sent him to get an MRI. We don't have any results back yet. Uh, the 33-year-old right-hander allowed seven runs, eight hits, two walks, four and uh, two-thirds innings against the Miami Marlins. He said, um, Steven Strasburg, that is, he said that he felt good after the game, and I think that we all kind of expected there to be some general soreness just because that's kind of the way it works. Like once you get back, you know, or trying to get back, there's always some soreness. You start off a season, right? Um, you know, you start off the season pitching again, like there is general soreness. That's what guys say. But this is something, you know, this is something different because every single time, you know, you hear about Steven Strasburg, you think that at this point injury, you assume the worst just because how difficult things have been for him since that 2019 season. Um, you know, this is not a guy who has thrown a whole heck of a lot, right? Uh, I guess at this point, 31 and a third innings since since 2019. <clears throat> he has made in total since the 2019 season eight starts over the course of the last three seasons. Obviously, 2020 was a shortened year. 2021, he only made five and was injured, and now he's only made one this year and is heading back to the IL. Um I had somebody, let's just start the conversation where I think, you know, some people's minds go. I had somebody text me the other day and is like, you know, actually yesterday and said, hey, is Steven Strasburg going to retire? Um, and like, we're not there yet, but this this is chronic injury problems now that Steven Strasburg is having. I'm not blaming him. You know, the, the, the Nationals really got so much out of him back in 
2019, 33 games, 33 starts, 18 wins in the regular season, a 3.32 ERA on the year, 209 innings from Strasburg, 251 strikeouts is what they got. In the postseason, they got uh, 36 and a third innings, 1.98 ERA, 5-0 and record, 47 strikeouts, a K to walk ratio of 11.8, only four walks, and also obviously a World Series championship. And for Strasburg, a World Series most valuable player. After that, obviously, the contract gets signed for him. Seven years, $245 million. And now Strasburg is dealing with you know surgeries and now discomfort. And look, I think there is a situation where you think this could be a byproduct of that soreness, right? That fatigue that I had mentioned, that could definitely be uh, something that is causing him the discomfort, that is causing him the pain, right? This could be something maybe that is, you know, a legitimate problem. This could be something maybe that he feels like, uh, you know, maybe he's just being extra careful because I think anybody like him at this point, you'd be so sensitive. I mean, think about when you have a health problem and like you're super aware of it. Um, I'm actually going through a little bit of this, like, you know, right now I, I, I had two heart surgeries and, uh, you know, I'm feeling a little heart flutter recently. I'm actually wearing a heart monitor right now. You're like more cognizant of it when it's happening. You're, you're really thinking about it so much. And I bet that Steven Strasburg has a really difficult time not thinking about this or trying to tune it out. Maybe he doesn't, maybe I'm just presuming things right now, but I think that's something that, you know, could be there as well. I think the Nationals as an organization have done a good job of taking this slow. I think last year we felt like they kind of rushed him back. This year it feels like they're really taking it slow and they've made a made a concerted effort to give him the necessary rehab starts, to get him right, to get him ready to go. And I, I thought they treated him pretty well the other night. Um, and so, you know, this is where you kind of um, – you shrug your shoulders and say, all right, let's, let's wait to see what kind of information that we get on this, uh, you know, in, in the, um, in the, in the near future. Once again, I don't purport to be a doctor or have any extensive knowledge. Um, and Barry Savolga had an article about this too. He says with every Strasbourg injury, it gets harder to stay optimistic. Um, you know, it sends that, he says it, it sends the mind to uncomfortable, scary places even if we don't precisely know what's going on, I think, you know, what he's mentioning here is the idea, uh, you know, of retirement. Um, Strasburg, you know, it, it's at this point in time, like the contract, we mentioned it so much and how it's a bad contract. Like, it's not like the guy sucks. You know, it's not like he's out there. It's not like he's, you know, i give you guys a, an example of somebody who's out there underperforming. Like, he's not Patrick Corbin. That's not what this looks like. Sure, the numbers haven't been great in the times that he has pitched. But this doesn't feel like every, you know, this is not, it doesn't feel like it's not actually what it is. Every five days, Steven Strasburg going out there and getting shelled. That's something totally different. This is a guy who cannot actually stay on the field, right? Um, this is a guy that, you know, um, mentioned that postseason guys, 36 and a third innings is what he pitched across six starts. And this is a guy that's not even coming close to that number of innings pitched right now in the eight starts that he's made across three seasons now. So it's like, you know, th this he's not even able to go out there. And look, 
who saw this coming? I mean, nobody did. I, you know, at this point, it looks bad to let Rendon go. I know Rendon has not been uh, amazing for the Angels, but like, you know, what he's doing is, I'm here again. Um, you know, what he's doing is better than Strasburg because he's out there on the field. Once again, the Nationals could not have foreseen this. Nobody could have foreseen this coming. Um, now, you know, there are certain elements of, yes, there is where after a World Series run, but, you know, Patrick Corbin pitched afterwards, Max Scherzer pitched afterwards, and uh, Corbin's performance hasn't been good, but he has not been injured. Stra- uh, Max has been out there most of the time after the World Series run. So um, you know, the guys have been out there. And then there are guys, you know, like Jacob deGrom, who's had runs, uh, you know, where he's been injured. Obviously, they made the World Series back in 2015. Noah Syndergaard, a guy that run too. And, and so, you know, you see it sometimes the Giants pitching as well from their runs. They kind of needed time to rest and recuperate. But this is a different case. This is getting towards a point where Nationals fans – and I understand why out there, you know, you start to feel a bit of hopelessness. Not saying I know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. Maybe he's okay and comes back in 14 days and we're good to go. But you're going to have to take a long look at this point and see what you have to do. I mean, I don't think I'm comfortable putting him out there on the mound to throw, you know, 85 pitches again. Like, this might be a situation where this guy is going to have to go to the bullpen. I think that is a realistic um, you know, expectation at this point is that he is going to have to go to the bullpen, uh, you know, even if we see him again, right? We have to know what's happening first. But, uh, yeah, this this is uh, this is kind of where we're, we're at with this. It's not a good place to be. Obviously, we have to be patient and see the results. But, you know, I thought there were some encouraging signs from that start, even though it wasn't very good. I thought there were some encouraging moments for Strasburg. And I think you know this road to recovery is is going to be it was going to be a longer one. We talked about the velocity last week; has to get that back. But you know, it's it's been one step forward, four steps backward. It feels like for Steven Strasburg, you feel for the guy, feel for the organizations, I feel for the fans. I mean, we all know Strasburg. We all know the guy Steven Strasburg is. The guy is a cold blooded killer. Nobody wants to be out there more than Steven Strasburg. They even had to kind of pull back on the reins on him some. It this recovery, and you just you have to feel for the guy. You really have to feel for him, and I feel for all of you Nats fans out there because I know you all want to see Steven Strasburg back out on the mound in DC doing his thing, and I you know just anywhere doing his thing. Um, and I, look, I'll be honest, I really enjoyed watching the clips on you know of him with the Fred Nats, and then to see him come back like it, it was positive, and and we really I heralded it as something that was positive, and it just it. it you know, it, it now is a loss. It's like tough to talk about, I guess. Uh, I feel bad for all of you guys out there. I know how much you all want to see him, and, and I want to see him too. So um, there are moves corresponding that we must talk about. But first, I'm going to talk about our sponsors on this show. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com today. When you guys do, uh, you guys will find the best selection of parts and prices for your car or truck. Um, and when you guys, uh, you know, go there, you can search for anything from uh, brake lamps to carpet for your cars. I'm sure they got some fuzzy dice too. You want to throw it back and put those in the car as well. Once again, rockauto.com, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? That way they know that we sent you amazing selection, always low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Uh, all right, so this th- 
there is a, a, a few moves that are happening here, um, you know, that have, that have that are corresponding to this. So the, the first thing we have to mention is that there is going to be a new starter. Um, also, we deal with one set of new soreness. We'll get to that in a little bit here, but that's yeah, that's obviously something else we had to talk about. Um, a new starter has to come up, and so uh, due to that, it's going to be Dax Jackson Tetrel. Tetr- I think it's Tetrel is how it's pronounced. Um, he is going to come up and make his big league debut tonight, the second game of the series. So he is getting called up from the minor leagues. This year in Rochester, a 5-3 and three record for him, a 4.19 ERA and 58 innings pitched. Has pretty, I think he actually got rocked his last his, – I think his last one maybe didn't go too well. Um, so that is the Nationals. They're calling 52 strikeouts, uh, sort of 24 walks as well. He will be making his start tonight, 6'5", 189. This was not a guy – that is super high on the Nationals' radar in terms of you know prospects, but a guy who's performed well enough down there in AAA to get this call up. The Nationals think about this like this, guys. You know, the Nationals did think Joe Ross and then Steven Strasburg would be involved at some point, but think about all the guys now that they're down. You know, you want to down they sent down. Um, Joe Ross not coming back. Steven Strasburg is now back on the shelf. Anibal Sanchez has not made a start this year. The Nationals are really had to string it together. I mean, we saw the the Paulo Espino Evan Lee combination, which, uh, by for my money right now, is going to be a tandem that they're going to have to use. I mean, this pitching rotation right now, folks, is in absolute shambles right now. It is Patrick Corbin, Eric Fetty, and Josiah Gray. Then it's Paulo Espino plus Evan Lee, and now Jackson Tetriel. It kind of makes you think, hey. Is you know they want to take the Cade Cavalli thing slow, and I actually saw that um, Dave Martinez was asked about this about like you know could you pull the trigger on that now? You know you, you at some point in time yes you have to, but also when do you forego development for the sake of roster need? The Nationals suck, and they're saying no, we're not going to do that. Jackson Tetrell's twenty six, so actually it's like this is a pretty young guy who's getting a really good opportunity here. I'm curious to see how he looks. You know I really am. Uh, you know, to, to see what he can do. It's a guy who's pitched a whole lot in the minor leagues, um, you know, kind of bounced around and, and look, has had a really nice year, I think, this year um, in AAA. So I'm excited to see what he does tonight, Tuesday night against a red-hot Braves team. Difficult spot to come in, but man, if you want to prove your worth, prove your medal. You know, I thought Evan Lee came and made a great accounting uh, of himself and now is still with the team and, and he's going to remain with the team um, as it stands right now. Also, we have to mention that uh, this is two hours ago from Jesse Doherty over Washington Post. Reliever Reed Garrett is on his way to D.C. to join the Nationals uh, before tonight's game. He's 29. He's pitched 27 innings this year for Rochester. Uh, 4-0 ERA, and Jesse says it's misleading. He said he's been very sharp. He's had a few rough outings. We'll see how it goes. Um, and also, they're going to have to be make a couple moves to make the 40-man roster thing work tonight. Um, so that, you have to mention that. Uh, another piece of bad news that happened, Juan Soto banged his knee on the dugout bench, leading to his precautionary removal last night in the ninth inning on Monday, according to NBC Sports Washington's Matt Wyrick. Shout out Matt Wyrick, having the first scoop, baby. Tweeting that out. Um, 
And, and so, yeah, you know, I think we all had that last night, but uh, he tweeted that um, last night. So Matt Wyrick had that. He'll be on the show on Thursday. We'll talk about that, obviously, with him. So there's a little bit of, uh, you know, worry there, too. I mean, you bump your knee into it, you know, like if it was non-contact, he was walking down the steps and he hurt his knee, I'd be worried. You bump your knee on the dugout, uh, you know, it's not something I'm, like, super concerned about. We'll see the lineup when it comes out later today. I, I mean, you know, maybe he's not in that. We'll see. Um, but, like, you have that happen. And then last night you have the game happen, and this is now where we get to the Washington Nationals record and things associated with that. Um, so Tetrault's going to start tonight. Uh, Reed Garrett is on his way here. Uh, just complete, just complete cluster you-know-what right now. The Nationals are 23-40, and 17.5 games back um, at this point in time. 11 and 20 at home, 12 and 20 on the road, minus 90 run differential, lost two in a row, five and five in the last 10. So playing 500 ball there in the last 10 games. Last night's loss to the Atlanta Braves was that of the 9 5 variety. So, um, in a game which, you know, just bad news in general baseball, Ozzy Albies breaks his foot, but there was rain. And so it was supposed to be Ian Anderson against Josiah Gray. Josiah Gray does not make um, does not make the start. Actually, we'll, we'll see if he's um, uh, I, I, you know it's I, I read from reading Patrick Reddington uh, starting tonight is what he has on you know, days June fourteenth. So he says he has them starting uh, Tetriel starting tonight. I saw there's some speculation that they just back up Gray, but Josiah Gray gets scratched. He warmed up in the right field bullpen, and then the rain comes in. Um, but he couldn't give them the distance that they needed. They couldn't even start the game. So an hour and a half rain delay then was scratched, and they sat him for a long time. Dave Martinez obviously saying, I'm not going to put him out there. Although this was something interesting because Ian Anderson was not warmed up, and I know you know it's different because he's the, the, the away pitcher. Um, but, you know, let's – I mean, let's see, because he threw 37 warm-up pitches you know, over the bullpen. So – they said uh, Dave Martinez, they're going to push him back. We'll treat it like a bullpen game. That put the bullpen in all kinds of trouble, and they were in trouble from the very start of this game. Nine to five, uh, the Braves win this one. That is their, I think, their 12th straight victory. It was Travis Darno and Dansby Swanson getting the party going, and then Marcel Ozuna and Adam Duvall added a couple of homers. Nationals were able to push this thing actually to six to four. Um, and they scored four runs between the fourth and the fifth inning. And Lane Thomas is red hot, babe. We'll talk about Lane Thomas with Matt Wyrick. Talked to him on Thursday as well. But, man, does he look so – I mean, how good does this kid look in that leadoff spot? It looks like he never left, right? I know the average numbers, whatever, don't look good. But um, the month in, – in, in the month of June, he has been – Spectacular. 395, 458, 744 slugging for him with a 1.203 OPS. Uh, I think the top three guys in the league right now in the month of June, it's like him. It's like Nelson Cruz and like Mike Trout, I think is what it is. Um, he's absolutely turned the cover off the ball. But the bullpen last night, already in trouble, had to, you know, really had to use chewing gum and plywood and tape to put that thing together. And they were able to, to the best of their abilities, I mean, obviously gave up nine runs, but like, you know, how much are we supposed to fault the the Nats last night? Steve Ciszek, Jordan Weems, Kyle Finnegan, and Tanner Rainey all came in after Erasmo Ramirez started off the game. Uh, and, and, you know, that had a difficult for him. 
Ian Anderson goes four innings, six hits, four runs, and Ash did a pretty good job, I think, against him. But the rest of the way, the bullpen was pretty strong. Lee, O'Day, Chavez, and Smith closed the thing out and gave up one run combined over the course of the next five innings. So good stuff from the Braves bullpen. Shout out to them. Um, but, folks, I mean, this, you know, like this is a complete, complete disaster right now. Uh, it's And once again, it's not all the Nationals doing. Weather and injuries and losing games and, you know, just banging against, uh, you know, banging knees against dugouts and, and rain delaying starts and making the bullpen work and bringing up guys from AAA and having to make more roster moves. It, it's it's uh, not a clown show. It's well-run organization. They won a World Series in the last five years. But it's just like a, 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 a lemony snicket series of unfortunate events is, I guess, the way you can describe it right now. One more word from our sponsors. We'll get out of here. Today's show is brought to you all by Blue Nile and BlueNile.com. You guys have heard me talk about them before. Um, but Blue, Mile, Blue Nile is the best place to get a gift. BlueNile.com. And you guys use Locked On Sports. Uh, Locked On Sports listeners get a deal right now. $50 off a $500 purchase or more. This is a podcast exclusive. All right, and uh, you guys use code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N Locked On. All right. Plus, every order is insured. It ships free. It arrives in discreet package that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace at BlueNile.com today. Once again, that promo code is Locked On. L O C K E D O N Locked On. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at L O underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. We pray for better times ahead. Uh, two more games left here in the series against the Braves. Gives you all, give you all a quick preview of that. Uh, Jackson Tetrell makes his debut tonight. So I guess something to be excited about. It's actually scheduled. We'll bump back Gray to later on in this trip. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, he'll go up against Max Freed. Tetrell will. Then it's Eric Fetty. Um, starting with the Nationals in the series finale, and they'll go up against Spencer Strider for the Braves. So 7.05, 7.05, both those on Masson. All right, make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. My friends, till next time, as always, I want you all to stay safe.